Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Destiny Today with your host, Anthony Turner. Join us as we explore life and purpose from a kingdom perspective through biblical teaching, inspirational messages, and informative discussions with special guests. Our goal is to equip and mobilize you to walk in the fullness of your destiny today. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, uh, Anthony Turner, and we want to welcome you to Your Destiny Today podcast. And I am thrilled to be uh to have the guests that we have with us today. Uh, we've uh, kind of figured out that we've been in each other's lives for about 11 or 12 years, but it took about a couple of years for us to finally connect, but uh, just because of schedules and all of that. But once we did, it's been one of the greatest joys of my life. And so I would like to introduce to our podcast family, my friend, my sister, she's a, a prolific author. She's a, a leader of a a ministry called Christian Harvest International. She's also the apostolic leader of uh, Strategic uh, Prayer Apostolic Network, the incomparable Rebecca Greenwood. Uh, thank you. Thanks for thanks for joining us today. Well, I'm excited to be here. And it did. It took us a while to meet. And then when we did, we're like, why did it take us so long? <laughs> and so we've had many incredible adventures together. Absolutely. Not only in our city and our state, but our nation and the nations. Yes. Uh, yeah. we've, we've, we've done some things. I was thinking about that this morning, just all of the the different uh, adventures that and the things that we've gotten to uh, enjoy and see uh, as the Lord has given us the opportunity to run together from time to time, <laughs> which is incredible because this lady is all over the world. I mean, the only reason she's probably in the United States now is because of the pandemic thing, but uh, Father has used her in so many nations. And even before we get into what we're uh, going to talk about Becca, just just how has that been for you? You know, to to see the Father literally take you and use you in nation after nation. What's that been like for you? It's been an amazing adventure. It's been an awesome ride. You know, I love the nations. Yes. The Lord called me to the nations at ninety three, when in nineteen ninety three, not when I was ninety three, <laughs> in nineteen ninety three. And um, when I was reading Reese Howe's Intercessor. Wow. And um, it just really, you know, I had incredible encounters with the Lord. It was a spiritual journey mm -hmm. reading that book. And so to see from back then, 1993 to now, 2021, and 45 nations at this point, and not just even going once to a lot of them, many times, multiple times. Yes, yes. And I knew that I knew I was called to the nations. And what I love about it, Anthony, is because, and I know you travel nations a lot yes. too, we get to see a world perspective. Yes. It really gives you that biblical world view. Absolutely. And, and I love that because we get to really see how God moves in different cultures yes and how each nation each ethnicity you know each people group yeah. is a beautiful facet of God's creation wow. and the tapestry of who we are made in his image and it's such a beautiful 
thing to see his heart, the father's heart right. for the nations. And, and, you know, and I know you've experienced this too, going in and out of different cultures and nations, how they experience the Lord, the yes. sound that they carry wow. yeah. as a people group and yes. how each, each uniqueness of those, the people and his sons and daughters, how it so touches his father's heart. Amen. And I think it gives us a prophetic picture for where we are even now. Yeah. And I think, you know, cause I know we are going to talk, we're going to talk some, you mm-hmm. know, today about how, you know, do we see God moving during this time yes. in the new era that we're in? And I think to be honest, those of us that travel internationally, and have been in different cultures and different nations can honestly say that even before we hit this time, we could see the momentum building in the spirit to where we are now for the awakening God has us in. Amen. Amen. Because I think other cultures and nations have hit hit it in some ways before we have here in the United States. Yeah. I found that it seemed in some ways that um, as a as a culture and as a nation, especially as and I'll use this in this context, as independent as the United States of America is, because yeah. we've been self sufficient and that's good, but in some cases it's, it's hindered us because one of the things that I've discovered when I travel the nations is I feel like I've been expanded on the inside. That's a great and it's way to given me it. a greater capacity to to even love or to embrace that that is uniquely different for me. But it's absolutely that. It's uniquely different and it's exciting to see. So yeah, so we're thrilled to have you. And and as you stated earlier, you know, one of the things that uh, traveling the nation and and doing uh, all, not just the nations, but the nation, our nation, you, every time I look, you are on a plane headed somewhere to go speak somewhere, teach somewhere. Uh, You know, you've been a part of Wagner University as one of their core faculty members now for how long? Oh, goodness. I taught my first class for WLI in 2004. Yes. So, yes, 17 years. Wow. But core faculty, you know, welcomed on as core faculty. Um, I would say that really began to happen like 2007, 2008. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now every, all of, all of, Wagner University gets to um, partake of the the wisdom and the revelations that the Father has given to you, not only, and and that's opened the door to you to uh, countless other people and places, and uh, we're all the blessed for it, I tell you that. (laughs) And so not only are you this prolific author, as I've stated, uh, you've written how many books now? Ten books. And I'm starting my 11th. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we are praying. I'm actually finally starting my first. So. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can continue to give me the pointers that you've been giving me. And they're, they're starting to where I'm starting to listen. I'm a little slow learner, but I'm listening to my sis okay. and uh, but I starting have to, to say get there. This. I've already got to see a little bit of it, and he's already <laughs> shared some of the message, and it is amazing, and I can't wait for it to be finished. Well, thank you. Because I'm going to be the first one to read it. I'm just thank saying. You. Amen. So good. Well, I'm honored, and, and I just say thank you for paving the way for so many. And, 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 I, and I know we're going to eventually get to what we're talking yeah. about, but I even want to touch on that because I know that there are so many uh, young people out there who 
maybe feel like that they have uh, something that they would like to share and publish, whether it's in book or whatever, what would be uh, some of your advice as far as steps to take, you know, because sometimes I know with me, I thought I was ready, and then I realized, oh no, I'm not ready. So, <laughs> so it's been a it's been a process for me. But um, you've kind of, uh, for me as a friend, you've paved the way in that way. And just reading the books, and just to me, it seems like it just rolls out of you, just like it did your spiritual father, Peter Wagner. But <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you told me that. You told me it was not as. Uh, uh, as free flowing as I would have thought. So yeah, do you have any input or advice on that? Absolutely. You know, when first I'll say this because it's humorous, right? And you know, the story I'm about to tell, they told me in college, English was my minor and they told me I could not write. And so when it was the writing semester of college and I had to get a passing grade of a 70, you know, for that semester in the college I was at for for me to still keep English as my minor. And so I had to go to the board and I had to present all my papers of that semester and say, please pass me. Mm. And they did with a 70, the lowest grade you could get. And they said, you don't, you can't write. If you're going to do anything with English, just teach literature. Don't write. And so, <laughs> and, and, then, and then you get five prophetic words that you're supposed to write a book. So the yeah. first prophetic word, I laughed at that person. I said, that's a false word. That is not God. I had to go back three years later and repent to them. But when you, the fifth word you get is from Jane Hammond mm-hmm. in a WLI class. Yeah. And you can't ignore that because Jane Hammond's an accurate prophet. Yes. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so at that point, we worked with Peter and Doris Wagner at the yes. World Prayer Center. And so I went to Peter and I said, Peter, what do you do when you've had five prophetic words to write a book? He goes, what do you mean? What do you do? Because he's just very childlike, yes. you know, in the way he thought, the way he would think. And, and I said, well, what do you do? And he goes, you write the book. And so that I was like, okay. And then he came to me two days later. He said, obviously you've had five prophetic words. Let's talk about this. And I, I shared the whole story with him and he said, here's my outline. Uh, on how I write a book and he gave it to me and so that really became my guide you know for that first time but Anthony I had to press through a stronghold I had to press through a lie Mm -hmm. and a belief that I had been told by the world wow and so I made a choice and I said I sat at my computer down in the basement mm-hmm. on Bonnie Bray Lane in Colorado <laughs> Springs in the cold basement at the computer desk because, you know, we weren't carrying the laptops around back then. Yeah, that's true. And so I had to hide myself in the basement the whole time that I was writing. Wow. And, um, and so I just said, Holy Spirit, I choose to step into this prophetic destiny that wow. I did not know that I have. Wow. And Holy Spirit anoint my hands to write. And the first thing that came to mind, I, and I knew the topic I was going to write on. Mm-hmm. And I had already been teaching on it some. Yes. So I had an outline. And so I, I, but I, you know, followed that outline and I just began to type as if I would be teaching it to a class. And um, so the first book, because I was working full time and yes. I had three daughters all mm-hmm. under the age of 10. And, um, you know, Greg and I traveled some with Peter and Doris on prayer assignments. 
So it, the first book took me a year and a half wow. because I could only write on the weekends. Yes. And so, um, you know, I would lock, I would walk down to the basement and sit there for 12 hours every Saturday. Wow. And sometimes on Sunday and write. So I hear the, pers- the persistence in that. Yes. Uh, a mom, a wife, mm-hmm. full-time, full-time in ministry, job, full-time traveling job nations. traveling. And you devoted yourself, you could only write on the weekends. I could only write on the weekends. But 12 hours uh, of the weekend, 12 hours a day of the weekend got your attention. Yes. To press through. So even because you said it was a, it was a, you had to break through a stronghold. Yeah. And, but you've also kind of showed me right there a picture of the requirement to break through strongholds sometimes. I had to be very intentional to engage myself and allow Holy Spirit to do it. That's so awesome. That's so good. Because uh, even as we segue into some of the things that we were uh, mentioning that we would discuss and talk about on this podcast, I'm thinking about our nation right now, and um, we've heard from countless people, uh, countless prophets, you were just quoting a, a prophetic word that was uttered by Smith Wigglesworth mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago. And then there's Bob Jones, and there are all of these, the Oral Roberts. And, and, and I even remember uh, uh, my apostle Cheon spoke a word over me in 2010 about a word that uh, William Seymour gave about this great awakening that would happen in in uh, around the world and here we are in a time that seems like everything is opposing that happening yes. i mean it's like uh so would you speak on that for absolutely for a you know the scripture isaiah 60 yes. verses one through three i'm going to quote it yes it'll be Pe- becca greenwood <laughs> version right arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord has risen upon you Darkness covers the earth yes. and deep darkness the peoples. Yes. But the Lord shall be seen on you and the glory will rise upon you. Actually, it's the Lord will rise upon you and the glory will be seen on you. Yes. Nations and kings will come to the brightness or dawning, depending on the translation, of your new day. And so I really believe we're in that time right now. Amen. And uh, I believe right now we are there. These things that Bob Jones was seeing about the awakening, mm-hmm. right? The the things that, that Smith Wigglesworth, right? Yes. Is seeing about the awakening that was going to occur and the gifts that were going to be moving in the fire of the Holy Spirit. We are, we're there now. Yes. And I'm not saying that lightly. I can honestly say, even in the midst of COVID, and Anthony, we did some of this together as well, but traveling even across our nation as things opened up and we could do that, right? Yes, yes. And be in services that were places were opened up. God's presence and God's glory is increasing. Yes. Even as a minister and a speaker where I come away undone mm-hmm. going, wow. And so what I love about, even though in the midst of all the darkness that we're seeing right now, with what happened with COVID in every life that was lost is horrible. So I'm not making light of that. Yes. Um, we don't want to lose anyone. I'm just saying God's, there's a hunger and a thirst that is rising up within the church, within the ecclesia, with, within the body of believers that are, they're hungry. Yes. And they want God's presence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are pockets where you see, okay, they're hungrier here than there. Yeah. But he's moving. Yes. For those that are, that are 
pursuing and wanting the revival and awakening, you have it now. You Amen. Can, you can. I, I feel like we're living it. I agree. And you just want more, and you just want more. And so, but we see corruption in our nation, yes. right? We've just come through the most tumultuous presidential election. Mm-hmm. We see that there was corruption. We see there was deception, yes. right? We And, you know, of course, we've all been praying, Lord, expose and bring justice, right? <laughs> yes. And so, but we've seen these things. And so it can get very confusing. We've all prayed. We've we've all stood for righteousness. We want to see abortion end, yes. right? We want to stand for the life of the unborn all these righteous things. And so one thing I'd like to say to everybody is we have to understand the enemy has never, nor will he ever play fair. Right. And when we are in the midst of the greatest awakening right now, it's happening. We're in it. It's the beginning of it. Yes. And he's not going to lay down lightly. And what happens though, the beauty of that scripture is, and this is what I, what I see prophetically is, you know, arise, shine for your light has come. The glory is rising yes. in us and through us, right? Um, yeah. But then you got darkness. Oh, it's increasing, right? right? And the darkness is rising up. And But what will happen is the Lord will rise upon us and his glory will be seen on us. His glory so will outshine the darkness. That's good, yeah. And so in this awakening, the Lord even gave me this word, this glory awakening will not be for the faint of heart mm. because there's a warfare aspect that comes with it. Yes. And so we have to understand that when we encounter him and we're in that revival awakening place, not only are we burning for him, and people are getting saved and delivered and signs and wonders. But at the same time, Satan's not going to give up lightly. Right. So we have to be resolute in our stand. And we have to know that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and heavenly places. Amen. And that as we are moving forward and we see darkness increase, the tendency for many years for the church is it's too hard and we pull back. Wow. But instead, that is the exact time to press even further and more to allow that awakening to arise in us. Because if the enemy can intimidate us, if he can discourage us... Mm When we see darkness and we believe the lie that what we're doing isn't working and we're not getting anywhere, then we go into hope deferred and we pull back and we get quiet. And so it's principles we've been teaching for for years. Yes. We always know that the battle is the worst. The battle is the hardest. The battle is the most difficult right at the moment of the biggest victory and breakthrough. That is so good. And so we've got to get this perspective of what we're seeing within even our nation and the nations where we see this darkness and we see this corruption. Now more than ever, ever, we continue to press in and we continue to pray. Amen. And you know who comes to mind? Because I know we've all been in Wales and at the Bible College and we all love the history of Reese Howells, right? In our group, you know, we've been there and woo! (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we the encounters wow. we've had wow. in Wells, yes, right? Absolutely. Just, oh yeah, da, da, da. Okay, I just prayed in tongues. All right, th- those of you that don't have it, it's okay. Deep breathe. You can have that gift too. Anyway, amen. But the truth, the truth of the matter is, even when they were praying during World War II, right? Got they began begin to shoot, speak to them that this Antichrist Nazi structure 
would be defeated, but it took longer than they thought. Mm. And so, but the Lord kept speaking to Reese. He kept saying to him, he said, just because it didn't happen at the exact time you thought doesn't mean that the victory is still not Amen. there. Amen. Pray until the victory is fully manifested. Amen. Amen. And so we, we forget in spiritual battles that, that we got to be resilient. Amen. We've got to be resolute. But the good news is this glory is going to outshine the darkness. That's a good and word. And nations and kings will come to the brightness and dawning of our new day. Amen. So what's our responsibility? Don't shrink back. Don't shrink back. Continue to press in. Continue to encounter him. Continue to come into fire. I fully believe this. And this was when I was preaching in Montana last week and it flew out of my mouth. I was like, whoo. <laughs> you know, it was because as prophets that happens sometimes and it's, you know, yeah. teaching you and challenging you when yeah. you're prophesying it. Yeah. It was one of those moments. And literally it came out of my mouth when I was speaking in the fire of the Holy Spirit. And I was talking about the Holy Spirit. And I said, and it's true. He wants to bring revival more than we want it. He wants to bring mm. awakening more than we want it. Wow, yeah. And then out of my mouth came this. So why do we settle for mediocre and lukewarm? Wow. Amen. Amen. And it's our responsibility yes. to kindle our personal revival. Mm. So then when we gather corporately, the revival fire magnifies when we come together. You know what my mentors used to say? Bless I'm it. sorry, I'm preaching. No, I love it. <laughs> Eddie and Alice, I'll never forget, because when we were in Houston, Eddie and Alice Smith in the early 90s, the church we were in was experiencing glory moves. You've heard me share those yeah. stories yeah. and revival. And Alice challenged us one time. She said, don't wait to come to church for the worship leader and the speaker to pull you Amen. in. You get in the fire before you come. That's so good. Get in the presence before you come and then when we come in together we're all catapulted soaring together instead of the atmosphere of the church and the worship leader and the speaker pulling us into that that's a good word we're already burning before we get there and we add to the fire and we soar that's good that's so good becca i tell you what i'm so grateful because uh, we've been challenged uh, as, as the ecclesia, as the church, as the body of Christ, not to just sit idly by. Mm -hmm. Even as you were uh, sharing, my heart was just literally burning, and I immediately thought about um, Bartimaeus. Yeah. When he had his moment, uh, he, he felt there was a moment there. I mean, here's someone who's been blind all of his life, mm -hmm. and he cries out, and all of the people around him say, don't leave him alone, be quiet, be quiet. And his response was to cry even louder. That's right. And so in the midst of uh, where we are, it's funny because I, I feel like we're in a hundred year cycle. Uh, in, in the 1920s, we were in the roaring 20s. It was also, <laughs> for those who are familiar with the Hebrew calendar, it was a decade of pay or the decade of the breath, decade of the mouth. And uh, as I was praying into that, the Lord said to me that um, in the 1920s, a lot of the things that we are actually contending with now got their origins there. And he mm -hmm. said, and they called it the Roaring Twenties, but unfortunately, the only 
everyone roared except the church. That's so good. And so I believe that now we've come full circle. We're back at this moment when every faction in uh, in in darkness is screaming and crying that the darkness is going to overcome the light. And what I just heard you say is, this is not the time to shrink back, not the time to be silent, not the time to go hide in caves. Right. But this is the time to be resolute yes. and to come forth and to open our mouths and decree what the Father has already said yes. is going to happen. Wouldn't the enemy love to silence the voice of the prophets? Yes. Wouldn't the enemy love to silence the momentum of a glory awakening that will bring transformation through the ecclesia? Absolutely. Wouldn't he want to cause us to stop? We're his biggest threat. You know, when you see the enemy pushing back so strong, yeah. I'm just saying he's getting backed into a corner. Yeah. And this is his only defense that he knows. Absolutely. And so when when we get this and we are the roaring church yes. in the decade of pay yes. and we don't allow the voice to get stolen, we're going to roar louder than the darkness. That's so good. And we will silence the voice of demonic strongholds and principalities Amen. that have roared over people groups and cities and nations and networks. Mm. And we're going to see God move. And the beauty, beautiful thing about this move, Anthony, it's not just one church. Amen. Like this is like spreading yes. throughout the body of Christ. Yes. And it's going to go outside the walls of the church. Amen. You know, and I teach this, you know, yeah. about when the Holy Spirit fell at Pentecost. And when we get baptized yes. in the Holy Spirit, it wasn't just tongues of fire, so you can pray in a prayer language, what I just did. <laughs> but it literally says they were engulfed. When you look at the full meaning of those words, they were engulfed in the fire. It, it, it consumed them inside and out. Wow. And so instead of looking at the burning bush, we are the burning bush. <laughs> so we can go Amen. into hospitals and burn. We can go into schools and to burn. We can go down into the inner city and we can burn. We can get into government and we can burn. I'm Amen. telling you, some of you are called to these mountains and you need to get in there and you need to burn. Amen. And don't let the darkness of that mountain come on you. Go in as the fire and the consuming fire Amen. refined through his fire and let the enemy's dross be burned out of those spheres. Oh, that is so good. And Preach. that's what God has <laughs> called us to do. Yes. And we're not a, a stationary burning bush. He wants us to burn everywhere we go. Amen. Burn, baby, burn. Burn, baby, burn. Right? Amen. Praise <laughs> the Father. So, you got me fired up. I'm ready to go running out of the room now and just, uh, just start fires everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go do it. Let's go do it. I tell you, it's, it's such a, a thrill and an honor for me to be... Uh, alive now to, mm. to be a part of what Father's doing. And he has connected me with some of the most incredible world changers. And uh, you are at the top of that list, Rebecca Greenwood. Oh, thank you. And so I, just as we, uh, as we prepare to kind of uh, close out this podcast session uh, today, just want uh, whatever you want to say in closing thoughts, final words to uh, our listeners and also uh, just to encourage and pray for them. Absolutely. Well, I want to encourage you. Be resolute. I want to encourage every listener. Don't allow the enemy to steal your fire and your joy. Yes. Don't allow the enemy to silence and rob your destiny. Don't allow people to do it. Don't allow the world to do it. Amen. He is the most precious 
precious gift. The Holy Spirit is a gift mm. and a promise. Yes. And he is he is God with us, alive in us. Amen. You know, so make room for him. Encounter him. Shut the world out in a private place and get your focus on him and welcome Holy Spirit to come into your life and to cause you to burn. Cause, ask him to cause the word of God to come alive in you. Mm. And when you do your purpose and destiny, he will, be, he will come alive. He'll begin to speak it to you because when you are a burning for him, it, it, nothing, what happens is you can't not enter into mm. who he's called you because he awakens you. And he awakens your destiny and it begins to burn in your bones. Wow. And so that you must, you have that must that Jesus did at the yes. age of 12. To yes. mother and father, don't you know, I must, I must be about my father's business Amen. at the age of 12. Wow. So in Holy Spirit, you find your must. Mm. So find your must that you must be doing. And wow. don't allow any, any voice of the world to stop your must Amen. Amen. and step into that fullness and any of you right now with what we've gone through with COVID with what especially here in our nation what we've gone through with all this tumultuous time yeah so many voices screaming in culture uh, through media and just other avenues that would try to rob the burning in your life shut them out yeah. Shut those voices out yes. and let his voice be the one that you hear. Amen. And and I just want to pray for everyone. Any discouragement, any or uh, any hindrances that have come into your life even over the past year because of the world circumstances yes. of what we're going through. I just break that off. I break yes. all of that off of you right now yes. in, Jesus in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit's right there. He's ready and waiting to meet with you and to ignite the fire mm. in your life again. Hallelujah. And so step into that place. And I just felt this so strongly when I was speaking my testimony about writing. Listen, some of you have heard voices from the world that have come into your life at a time that you things were forming in your life. They were coming in a time where, where you were impressionable, just mm. like I was. I was young. I was in college. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're listening to these voices in that university. I believed them. Mm -hmm. And there are some of you that voices of people and voices of institutes have spoken to you that you can't do the exact thing God's called you to do. Mm. So right now, in Jesus' name, yes. I break the power of the voices of people yes. that are silencing or stopping your destiny. Yes, I break the power of circumstances where the enemy tried to come in through voices or situations mm. to intentionally rob you of the exact thing God wants you to do. Yes. And I break that assignment now. now. And Lord, I just speak to all of them. Step into who God's called you to be. You yes. be you. And yes. put yourself in the midst of ones who are burning on fire for him, mm. who carry his presence and who believe in you and who cheer you on. 
so you can fully become who God has called you to be. Don't settle for mediocre. Don't settle for lukewarm. Don't settle for the standard of the Mm. world. Settle for the standard of the kingdom of God, which is burning on fire for him. Amen. 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 Wow. 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 Okay. Well, I tell you what, uh, our listeners have been very, very blessed to, uh, and I've been thoroughly blessed to have you on the podcast today. What an honor it is to get, like I said, to... uh, just share life with you and Greg and uh, your girls. And, and just a, a side note, you're going to be a grandmother I here am. this year. My so. name's going to be Lolly. I'm a Lolly. <laughs> she's so. going to be Lolly. And so she's not excited at all. I'm so. very excited. And they're two girls, Emmy Grace and Hazel Faith. Okay. All right. So unless, unless they're wrong. Yeah. Sometimes they don't get those ultrasounds right. But we're just saying that's what yeah. they are now. Well, she's going to be a grandmother, double portion grandmom. So right away. So we just Woo-hoo. bless you we, and we thank you. We thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on your destiny today and uh we just want to encourage those of you who listen we know uh, if this has been a blessing to you and if uh in our previous podcast if you've uh enjoyed those and you've not subscribed just whatever platform you're listening on just click that su- subscribe button we are on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podcast iheart radio uh uh Spotify, and most of the major podcasting platforms. And so tell your friends, and uh, we just we just invite you just to be a part. And actually, to let you know, too, that uh, Becca has a podcast, and she also has uh, some uh, broadcasts that are going to be. In, in, and so you can check on her website, which is christianharvestintl.org, to get information about her schedule, about her books. Uh, There's a bookstore on her website and everything that Father is doing with her, you can uh, just log on to their website and get that information. And once again, Becca, it's a joy to be with you and we're so grateful that you came with us today. Thank you for having me. So until next week, we just wanna let you know that we are thrilled to be a part of what God is doing in your life And we just pray that the fullness of your destiny be realized today. God bless you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Your Destiny Today with Anthony Turner. To join us each week, don't forget to subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. To find out more or to invite Anthony to your next conference or event, go to DestinyMI.com.